Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Guys, I'm officially on tour. I am so excited to hang out with you, but I need you to know this tour is a little different than anything you might have heard me or seen me do before. Still love Jesus, but I cuss a little, and that's what's gonna happen tonight, so get ready. Usually when I speak publicly, it's about how to grow and become a better version of yourself, and yes, I want to talk about that. Don't tell me that you can't do difficult things because that is one teeny tiny example of something that men will never have to deal with. But more than anything, I want to laugh. It's honestly been a really hard year for me and my kids. I just want to tell stories with my friends and laugh until we pee our pants a little bit. The second thing we're going to do is a live Q&A. Oh yeah, no, if you raise your hands, like you're in. <laughs> We get to learn and understand more about ourselves when we hear someone else's stories. The third thing that's different about this tour is that every single location has a bar. I wanted to have a girls' night out. I wanted to have a place where you could get your sister, call your mama, get your neighbor from down the street, and you could come out and you could have a glass of cheap wine and you could watch a show and laugh and have fun and meet new people. The fourth thing, don't bring your husband. Yeah. Don't, I said it. If you got a husband that will laugh about period jokes, bikini waxes, mom stories, bring him on down. If you're not sure if your man thinks that's funny, he doesn't. Come by yourself and make friends. Treat yourself to a night where you are dating you. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That is my number one intention with this tour is that I want to have fun and I know that we will. So check out the show notes to get a link to upcoming cities. Put the word out. Love you. I'll see you soon. When I was writing in my Start Today journal today, it was playing Yahtzee last night with the kids. We were all gathered around the coffee table and we were playing Yahtzee. And it was fun and it was silly and I just love playing board games with my kids. But I, I took a minute and I like went back. I, I saw the thing I'm grateful for, the gratitude I'm writing. I see it in my mind. Like I imagine it like a movie. I try and put myself back into that scene. I see the moment 
where my boyfriend showed up out of the blue at work with a cappuccino for me. You know, I see the surprise of that. I see the moment when I'm walking down the street and like my favorite song comes on and I'm like jamming to my favorite song. I go back into those moments and I allow that gratitude to raise my state. If you're doing gratitude work and it's not giving you emotional resonance, you need to sit with it longer. You need to feel it better. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi guys, it's Rach. Welcome to another episode of our show, of our show. Yeah, it's ours. It's mine and yours. We're hanging out. We're talking. I just got an incredible lesson in not taking yourself too seriously and laughing, laughing at yourself instead of getting frustrated. I was really excited about this podcast that you're about to hear right now. And I started recording and talked for about 20 minutes. And I want you to know I was dropping fire. I was dropping bombs. I was really excited about what I was sharing. And then I looked down at the little machine that tells me that it's recording. And that machine was giving me a middle finger. It was like, ha ha, your card's full. My little SD card was full and there's no alarm or anything that goes off. It just shuts off and is like, you can go screw yourself. So <laughs> it doesn't seem like a big deal, but any of you who do podcasts or make content will understand that when you're like 20 minutes into recording something and realize that it didn't record, um, you're going to have to laugh at it or you're going to cry. And so I was like, all right, well, I guess what this is, is an opportunity to take a lunch break. So I went in, I had some leftovers last night's tandoori chicken, which was a new recipe to try and it turned out really well. So I went in and had some chicken and some salad and got my heart right and I'm back. And that ends up being a perfect segue to today's conversation, which are daily practices that help me to raise my vibration. Now, if you are listening to this and you're like, could these hippies stop talking about vibration? Could you just stop talking about vibration? I don't understand it. I don't know what you mean. Think of it this way. That's the language that we're using. That's the vernacular. That's like how we would describe something. How you might describe it is these are things I do every day to help me get into a better mood. That's it. 
We're looking at the same thing using different words, but we're talking about the same stuff. So no matter how you describe that feeling, that's what today's conversation is about. And even if you tend to shy away from things that are a little bit more hippie woo woo, just sit with this. Because there is not one thing on this list that costs you money. There is not one thing on this list that is hard to do. There is not one thing on this list that involves the blood of a spring chicken or you doing some kind of ceremony. They're really simple things that you could do every single day and they make a big difference. So before we jump into what those daily practices are, I just want to take a second and explain the concept of energy or vibration if it's not something that you're super familiar with. I used to go to conferences all the time for business and they would be using these terms, P&L, balance sheet, you know, accounts receivable, accounts payable, revenue, profit, like there were all of these words that I felt like I should know, but I didn't want anyone to know that I didn't know, so I never asked. And just in case you're like, man, I keep hearing people talk about this and I'm curious, but I don't know what it means, here is my interpretation. Now, understand that there are spiritual teachers who have been studying this for 50 years who will give you a better explanation than I am about to, but you're not talking to those gurus, you're talking to your girl, Rach, and this is how I think of it. Every single being on the planet, every human, animals, mammals, everything, tree, plant, rock, Everything at the most cellular level, if you break it down, break it down, break it down, everything is energy. That's not magic. That's not imagination. That's not, you know, witchcraft. That just is. We are all made up of energy. And since we are all made up of energy, we are emitting energy at any given time. That's science. That's quantum physics. That is something that can be studied and seen. You can see energy emitting off of things. Now, if you're still not totally convinced, I'm going to give you a few scenarios that I guarantee you have experienced before that are examples of you feeling other people's energy. Have you ever gotten onto an elevator and there's a couple on the elevator and even though they have not said a single word, you know that they just got in a fight? right? This happened to me the other night. I was going to dinner with my boo. We walk up to the table that we're about to sit down and we pass a table with another couple. And I can tell in passing them that they're in the midst of a big argument. And it turned out I was right. And it turned out we got dinner and a show. Even though when we walked by them, no words were being spoken, you could feel the energy like coming off of them. And P.S., Nick, you need to run far, far away from Allison because she's crazy. That's neither here nor there. Back to the energy thing. So you get into an elevator with a couple who's fighting. They're not saying anything. You can feel it. Or have you ever been at a restaurant and the table next to you is having the best time and they are laughing so hard, you don't even know what they're laughing about, but you start to giggle or you start to feel happy because their joy is infectious? Or have you ever gone to order a coffee and you can tell, even though the barista's being totally polite, they're doing everything that they're meant to do, you can tell that they're feeling anxious. Like you start to pick up their anxiety. 
There are so many times in our life where we absorb the energy of other people. And if you can absorb the energy of other people, if you can feel the energy of someone else, then you have to reason that you are experiencing energy at any given moment and that if you're experiencing the right kind of energy, it's going to feel better for you. And we're not even talking about like manifesting and law of attraction. That's a whole other conversation. But when people say, oh, you have to raise your vibration to attract a more quality partner, to attract a better business opportunity, to attract the things that you want in life, that you have to raise your vibration, same deal. But for today's purpose, I just want to talk about it in terms of how can you feel better inside of each and every day. One more thing I want to say about raising your vibe or choosing your attitude is that none of the things I'm going to share with you today matter if you don't understand that you are the one in the driver's seat. If you don't understand that you are the captain of your ship. Most people are raised to believe that our vibration, our energy, our joy, our experience is completely subject to what is happening externally. We're taught to believe that we need external circumstances to feel good. We're taught to believe that if we're in the exact right moment, in the exact right place, and our outfit's good, and our hair looks nice, and we're surrounded by our friends, and we have enough money to do the things we want to do, like in those certain circumstances, that's when we can feel good. I believe that we are meant to feel good. I don't mean, I don't believe that we are meant to feel good because we're, you know, we have all this stuff or because we have all this success or because, no, I believe that you, no matter where you are in this world right now, that your creator wanted you to feel good. So if the intention is to feel good, then the way that you access that at any moment is to understand that it's never going to be an external circumstance. External can certainly add to the feeling, but that joy, happiness, feeling good, contentment, those are internal. Those are internal. We cannot control what happens in life. We cannot control what life throws at us, but we can certainly control our response to it. We can control our mindset. It's a practice. It doesn't come easy, especially when you've had a lifetime of feeling a different way, but it is possible. And as a quick side note, I'm on tour right now and the tour is called Happy in the Same Pants. And people are like, what does that mean? What? Why do you have a title? Like, what is that? Well, it's because when I was trying to think of something to call the tour, something cute, something memorable, something I could make a sticker about, I wanted to think of a term that reminded myself and reminded you, I hope, that you get to choose. And the term that I went with is actually a quote from my mama. My mama had four kids and having four kids is a lot, but her second child was her strong-willed child. And there's a lot of family lore about how strong-willed my big sister was. But basically, as soon as big sister 
got words, she used those words to tell you that she didn't like you. She used those words. You know, if you got a strong-willed child, you know. Those of, Some of you don't have a strong-willed child and it shows. But some of us do, and that's why we're crying in a corner. <laughs> and my poor mom had four kids, but she was a preacher's wife, so she couldn't even have a drink. Like, she couldn't even go out for a happy hour with her girlfriends and cry about how hard her kids were. She just had to deal with it and pray and Lord help her. The point is that at some point, my big sister used her newfound words to tell my mama that she was mad. I'm mad. And my mom had had enough. And she clapped back, yeah, well, you can get happy in the same pants. And like, what does that even mean? It didn't make sense, but it also totally made sense. Essentially, before we even had the word mindset, my mom was over there in the 70s, like telling my big sister that, hey, yeah, you are mad right now, but you in the exact same spot that you are can choose a different feeling. You can get happy in these same pants. So it's a cute little saying and it's a cute little sticker. I've been giving everybody stickers when they come to tour. But that's the idea, is that you can choose to do things, to take action. And, and that's the thing I want you guys to grasp onto today. All of the items that I'm going to talk about are action-oriented. When we hear this concept of mindset, it's easy to think that we're going to think ourselves out of the way that we're feeling. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the way I'm feeling, I only find more thoughts to support the way I'm currently feeling. It's like telling someone like, don't think about a pink elephant. Guess what you're thinking about? What helps me are actions I can take that will give me the feeling I'm going for. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. 
Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas? the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. Now, before I jump into the things that I do every day, it's worth saying that if I was making this podcast episode four years ago, I probably would have titled it something like my morning routine or the six things I do every morning to feel my best. I would have attached it to the idea of morning routine because morning is my favorite time of day. It's when I feel my best. It's when I lay my intention and all that jazz. So I love the idea of talking about a morning routine, but I've learned over time that we don't all have the same rhythm to our day. Not only do we not have the same rhythm to our day, we don't have the same schedules. Some of you are working the night shift. Some of you have a one-month-old baby. Some of you are struggling with insomnia right now. Like your days and the rhythm to your days can look very different than your neighbor, than your sister, or than me. So I don't want to tell you that these are morning routine rituals, even though they are for me, because you can do any of them at any time of day and they will make you feel better. Know that you can add any of them, whenever it feels good to you, know that the intention of this is how to feel better, how to have more vitality, how to have more energy. How many of you are like so tired of being tired all the time? How many of you are struggling with brain fog? How many of you are struggling with, you just get to like three o'clock, four o'clock and you're like, I'm done, I'm toast. How many of you are getting home from work and you have no energy left to give to your family, to give to your partner, to give to your dog, to give to yourself. Maybe you're single and that time after work is when you wanna work on your goals and dreams, but you're exhausted. And so you just lay down, put the laptop on your stomach, start watching something on Netflix and then end up falling asleep. Energy, vitality, like that's everything. All of that to say, let's get into 
the six things that I do every day to raise my vibration. The first one is something you can do first thing in the morning before you are even totally conscious. In fact, I actually think that this activity works best if you're like barely awake, and that is pray. Pray, meditate, whatever word works for you in this situation before I am even totally conscious, before I'm out of bed, before my eyes are open, I am praying and I am calling in my guardian angels, my guides, calling in God. I'm asking for guidance. I'm asking for help as I go throughout my day. I'm praying over my family, my children as they head out into the school day. I'm praying over the day. The reason that I want to do it before I'm even totally awake is because I have read so many stories and I've seen so much wisdom around the idea that we are most connected to the universe in those in-between places, like right when you're falling asleep, when you're asleep, and then when you're waking up but not fully awake. So with most things that are spiritual, I don't know if this will work for you guys, but with most things that are spiritual, I just try things that resonate with me. There are lots and lots of ideas out there about faith and spirituality and how to be more connected. And I basically just see something and then I'm like, ah, that doesn't really like ring a bell. To me, it's an intuitive thing. And we all have this, and this is a great practice for you to lean into. But some stuff will just really resonate for me. I'm like, oh, dang, I got to try that. Like, it'll just really hit me that it's a good idea for me. And I believe that's my intuition telling me that something is worth trying. Other stuff, I'm like, oh, that's a really good concept, but I'm just not, it's not resonating in a way that makes me want to take action. I don't know about you guys, but that's basically how I decide what to try. So it all starts with curiosity. I'm curious about what other people do and what their practices are. I consume the information. I see which things kind of ring a little bell. And if they ring a bell, then I try them. And this was one of those things. I had read a lot about that sort of in-between sleep and awake state. And I thought, well, what if that's the moment when I pray? Because I really have to control my mindset as soon as I'm awake. You know me, guys. You know I'm positive. I'm optimistic. I'm a lifelong learner. I'm reaching for joy. I'm reaching for positivity. And I think it's maybe easy to believe that I just have that naturally. I think people get this wrong. Maybe about any of us who are optimistic, who reach for joy, who try and control a mindset to focus on things that are positive. And I know the internet is like, oh, that's toxic positivity. It's not toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is that you ignore all the hard shit, pretend it's not there, and just go, be happy, be happy, be positive, focus on this thing, don't pay attention to that, this is not happening. I think toxic positivity is, uh, it's an avoidance mechanism, it's a coping mechanism, it's 
pretending something isn't there. Those of us who have been through real trauma, who have been through real grief, who have been through some hard shit and choose to reach for positivity anyway, that's not an accident. That's that's a warrior mentality. That takes everything. Those of you who struggle with anxiety, like I struggle with anxiety, you get it. That's something you got to be on offense every freaking day of your life to not allow those anxious thoughts to swell up and overtake you. And for me, that's something that can happen before my eyes even open. It's like this wild thing that happens in life that you could go to bed so happy and wake up and you're anxious without a reason to be, nothing happened. So I personally found that that was one of the most important moments in my day. If I wanted to have a day where I felt great, then from the second that I was awake, I had to be really, really intentional about my thoughts. So I just started praying. Before my eyes opened, I just started praying. And just take a few minutes and I just... Like I said, I pray over the day, I pray over the kids, and I ask my guardian angels, my guides, whatever you want to call them, I ask them to like be with me and to talk to me and to share wisdom and to help me throughout my day. I really don't know how people go through their day without that peace, without that guidance. Like, I believe in everybody's right to believe whatever they want. But I wonder this about, you know, for people who don't believe in any kind of God, any kind of creator, any kind of guardian angels or even ancestors or spirits that have passed over that protect you, like that must feel so scary, so lonely. Like I can feel my guides, I can feel my angels. I can feel the presence of God with me. I can feel those things. They are so tangible to me. And maybe someone who doesn't believe in any of it would be like, well, that's a product of your imagination. Well, the human mind is incredibly freaking powerful. So if it is a product of my imagination, it's hurting no one. Literally, it hurts no one. And it makes me feel better. So there's no downside here. So every morning before my eyes open, I pray. It's that simple. I love meditation. I love guided meditation, gratitude meditations. Y'all have heard me talk about that a ton. I think those are amazing. This is just a different way to approach it. The other thing I'll add is as much as I'm praying in that moment, I pray all day long. And I guess my prayer is just I'm in conversation all day long. And I've been this way since I was little. Like my whole life, I guess that was a really cool part of growing up. There were parts of the faith I grew up in that were really not okay. But one thing that was, I think, very beautiful in how I was raised is that I was told from the time I was a little girl that I could talk to God. And even though... I don't have that same religious philosophy that I had when I was little. I'm still talking to God. I'm still talking to Jesus over here. I'm talking to spirit guides. I'm talking to angels. I'm all day long. 
all day long. I'm looking for wisdom. I'm looking for guidance all day long. I'm asking for strength to keep my temper in check if I'm feeling frustrated with my kids. I'm asking all the time for guidance in my business. Should I take this deal? Should I do this partnership? Should I hire this person? Is this the moment that I should like post this job or should I wait? I'm constantly asking and then waiting for like an intuitive, you know, I said like that bell ringing, like I'm waiting for that intuition to know whether or not I should move forward. So that's a big one for me, first thing in the morning. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. The second thing that I do every day to raise my vibration might seem like it doesn't make sense for this list. And I almost took it off, but I was like, no, this is real. What you consume every single day, and I mean what you eat and what you drink, is one of the single greatest factors to how much energy you feel. Right now, I'm just talking about energy in your body and energy in your mind. And I'm not even talking about magical Vibrational energy, I am talking about do you have vitality? Do you feel alive? Do you have energy to do the things you want to do? Do you have brain fog? Or do you have the ability to focus on what you want to focus on for as long as you need to focus on it to accomplish your goals? Do you have energy in your body? What you consume every day matters. And y'all, this is not a conversation about diet. This is not a conversation about weight. This is a conversation about certain nutrients are going to make you feel better. 
certain foods, your body's just not going to feel good when you eat those foods. Certain things are going to make you sleepy and tired. And if you are not conscious of what you are consuming and how it affects your energy levels, then you are doomed to make choices that make you feel like crap. Think about this. Right after Thanksgiving dinner, how much energy do you have? When you go out to a beautiful seven-course pasta dinner with rich sauces and beautiful cuts of meat and they just keep bringing things out of the kitchen and you're having wine, this is like basically my dream night, at that dinner, after that dinner, you're going to feel satiated, you're going to feel centered, grounded, you're going to feel all these things, but one of those is not light. You're not going to feel like, oh, I have all the mental clarity to do what it is I want to do, or dang, I really want to go run a half marathon right now. Think about how certain foods make you feel energetically and other foods make you feel energetically and choose more foods that give you vitality instead of take it away. So the second thing on my list that I do every day is have a green smoothie. It's really funny because I have been talking to women via the internet for probably 15 years now. And a lot of you were around back then. A lot of you were around back then when I had a blog and I was talking. So you've heard me talking about this freaking smoothie for a decade and a half. And when I look at other people who do similar jobs, write books, have websites, do podcasts, whatever, they're always kind of shifting to the sit to like new trends. What are the new trends? Like we're shifting and we're changing and here are the new trends. And I get it because your audience has heard you tell that story before. They've heard you share that piece of wisdom before. They've heard you talk about that thing before. And a lot of stuff that I talk about now, I've been talking about for ages. But I want to tell you what really works. And I believe that when you find something that works for you, you don't change it. You might adjust it. You might augment it a little bit. But you do the thing that works and you try and do more of the thing that works so that you get better results. Yes, I'm still talking about this green smoothie over here. What is a green smoothie? You can find a million different recipes online. You can find all kinds of stuff. Mine has slightly adjusted over time, but here's what it is currently and has been this for quite a while. Fresh spinach. I buy fresh spinach, wash it, make it all great, throw it in the freezer so it's ready to go. I put it in the freezer so it'll last forever and it also makes your smoothie cold. Very simple. Put it in the bottom of a bullet blender, handful of frozen green spinach. Next, I'm gonna add water, right? Back in the day, I used to do almond milk or oat milk or things like that, but I discovered it didn't really make that big of a difference in the taste, and it was just adding stuff, right? I If I'm going to have some oat milk, I want it inside of a cappuccino. I don't really want it as just an extra additive to my morning smoothie. So frozen spinach, some water. I like to add a little ice because I like my smoothie cold. I do a squeeze of MCT oil. MCT oil is there. Uh, it's going to keep you more satiated in the same way that that Italian dinner made you feel really satiated because you had fat 
inside of those pasta sauces. It's the same thing with MCT oil. In fact, if any of you feel like you struggle to have sustained energy or you'll have what you know is a really solid meal, but you get hungry again right away, you might try adding more fat into your meals like avocado or oil or whatever, because that's just going to make you feel more satiated. So MCT oil, if it's the part of my cycle where I am having flax seeds, which if you didn't listen, I did an episode last week about the practices that helped me to balance my hormones. And one of those was seeds and oil cycling. If you want to hear about that, go check out that episode. But if it's a part of my cycle where I'm doing flax seeds, then I'll throw in some flax. I add two scoops of vital proteins, collagen powder. Then I add two scoops of, I can't remember which brand it is, just straight up protein powder. I have some mushroom tinctures. <laughs> I feel like I sound so wild, but these are things I've added over time to make me feel really good. So I had a tincture of lion's mane mushroom and I had a tincture of cordyceps mushroom and that's it. And I blend it all together and I drink it right out of the smoothie cup. And the first question people always ask is what's in your smoothie? I've just told you. The second question people always ask is, does it taste good? And my answer is no. Absolutely not. Not one time in all of these years have I been like, mmm, delicious morning smoothie. I don't drink it because it's delicious. I drink it because it makes me feel great. And I've dialed it in to what makes me feel really good. You're going to have your own version of that, or maybe you try and experiment and see what makes you feel good. But the headline of that is just, I start my day with a satiating, filling, nutrient-filled, light meal. I tried for a while. I tested out oatmeal in the morning. I've tested out eggs in the morning. I've tested out different things. And the smoothie is the one that makes me feel the best. I used to do intermittent fasting. And I found that during certain times of my cycle, intermittent fasting was great. And other times in my cycle, just absolutely not possible. I just, I'm too hungry and I need extra calories. So the intermittent fasting didn't feel good for me. So when I am only in the week after my period, there's like seven to 10 days post period where intermittent fasting feels fantastic. And so I'll have that smoothie at 10 a.m. Like I'll go do my workout, I'll do the whole thing. And then I break my fast with a smoothie. But if it's the other part of my cycle, I'm going to have that smoothie at 7 a.m. Like it, I just listen to my body and what it needs. But my point for you guys is that I'm starting the day with nutrition that's hitting all of those levels. Nutritious, satiating, filling, light. Because again, if I started my day having a breakfast sandwich or a breakfast burrito or breakfast tacos or whatever, I'm done. Like all my energy has gone. So you want to make choices at least first thing in the morning that are going to start you off right. The third thing that I do to feel more energy, raise my vibration throughout the day, this is another one that I've been talking about forever and will talk about forever, is journal work. Journal work, journal work, journal work. If you have never heard me talk about my daily practice 
for journal. If you've never heard of a Start Today journal, go listen to episode 72 of this podcast. It's super old, so there's a very solid chance that I'm talking about a life that I don't have anymore. Like I might be talking about like being married or whatever. Ignore that. That episode is going to give you a guided meditation to have gratitude and then envision a future for yourself. And then it'll teach you about a practice that you can do in any notebook you have where you write down every single day what you're grateful for and basically your intentions and the goal that you're going to work on first. If you have a Start Today journal that is not filled out, this is your reminder. This is your reminder from the universe that you have pages in there and that you can step back into that practice. You do not need to buy a journal. We don't have any Start Today journals right now. We are sold out, but we're working on it. Guys, more coming soon. Even if you do not have anything, you even if we had a million journals for you to buy, you don't need to buy one. Go do this practice in whatever notebook you have. Go listen to episode 72 of the podcast. If you don't like that vibe, try something else. But I am telling you every single day, starting with gratitude, which is one of the most effective ways to raise your vibration. Sorry, I'm getting really excited. My voice is getting higher. Calm down, Rach. One of the most effective ways to raise your vibration is to get yourself in a state of abundance, to focus on your blessings, to focus on your gratitude. And a little reminder, a little nudge for anyone who needs to hear it today, writing down things you're grateful for is not enough. If you are writing things down and it's not changing your emotional state, you're not doing the gratitude practice right. A gratitude practice can take five minutes, but those five minutes can positively affect you for the rest of your day. But the key is that when you're feeling those vibrations, you got to like feel them. When you're thinking about what you're grateful for, you have to feel it. When I was writing in my Star Today journal today, it was playing Yahtzee last night with the kids. We were all gathered around the coffee table and we were playing Yahtzee. And it was fun and it was silly and I just love playing board games with my kids, but I I took a minute and I like went back. I, I saw the thing I'm grateful for, the gratitude I'm writing. I see it in my mind. Like I imagine it like a movie. I try and put myself back into that scene. I see the moment where my boyfriend showed up out of the blue at work with a cappuccino for me. You know, I see the surprise of that. I see the moment when I'm walking down the street and like my favorite song comes on and I'm like jamming to my favorite song, I go back into those moments and I allow that gratitude to raise my state. If you're doing gratitude work and it's not giving you emotional resonance, you need to sit with it longer. You need to feel it better. Gratitude and intention is how I start every day. And I think that that intention is so key because now you have clarity about how you need to show up today. Y'all, can, can I ask, like, just for real, how many of you started this day knowing how you wanted this day to go? Did you lay out the day in your mind? Did you think it through? Did you ask yourself, okay, what could I be excited about today? 
Or what's going to happen that I can look forward to? What are the things, what are the two or three things that I really need to accomplish today to move my goals closer to where I want them to go? Did you think through this day or did you just wake up and jump into the existing current and then tonight it's going to deposit you back in your bed, you're going to go to sleep, you're going to wake up tomorrow and do it again and do it again and do it again. I woke up today and I thought of all the things I wanted to do. I thought about the podcast I wanted to create for you guys. I get to go record a podcast. I'm doing one of my friend's shows later this afternoon. I'm so excited to hang out with him. That was something I was really looking forward to. I'm going on a date with my boo. He's going to pick me up from the podcast. We're going to go on a date so I can like tell him all about it. I thought through how I wanted the day to go. And I won't always meet the expectations I lay out in the morning, but I will get so much closer to an ideal version of my day if I have intention behind it. The fourth thing that I do every day to raise my vibration, and that I hope you do too, is affirmations, is acting as if. Now, this is more easily possible if you know where it is you're trying to get to. I'm going to go back to this idea of journaling. I'm going to go back to this idea of setting your intention for the day, the month, the year, the decade. Asking yourself, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up in this world? What kind of person do I want to be? What kind of job do I want to have? What kind of partner am I? What kind of human being? Asking yourself those questions and figuring out what you are aiming at is crucial, is crucial. And I did want to talk a little bit about manifestation and law of attraction because my gut instinct is that if you care about raising your vibration, you're probably also interested in the concept of manifesting. So this one is a key ingredient in manifesting what it is that you want in life, but also just a beautiful intention for how you're going to show up. And that is living as if the thing you're affirming about yourself or your life is already true. So I love an affirmation because I love the structure of an affirmation. I love the concept that we don't say what we want to happen. We affirm that it already is. We don't say, I want to be a more patient mother. We say, I am a calm and patient mama. We don't say, I want to be a better husband. We say, I am a great husband. We affirm it for ourselves because we're planting seeds in our subconscious that that is who we are. Now, taking it one step further is not just affirming who you want to be or where you want to go or what you want to attract, but acting as if that's already yours. It is the secret of the secret. <laughs> and I just realized it's actually a book called The Secret. That's not what I mean, but also it actually kind of is. It is the key. When we let go of something, 
when we stop obsessing over where it is, where it is, where it is, when we just know, hey, God's got us, the universe has my back, like this is gonna happen when it happens, when we release the attachment that we have to where it is and just live as if it is already ours, that's when things happen that look like miracles. I get really tripped out at how fired up some churches get about the concept of law of attraction or manifesting because this concept has been mentioned in one way or another in so many religious textbooks, in so many religious doctrine. The leaders have said versions of this that now have become more popular. People are talking about it a lot more in the last five, 10 years on social media. And then all these churches are like, wait, no, 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 that's not, we don't believe in that. And I'm like, well, yo, like Jesus said it in literally this scripture in Mark, in the Bible, Jesus says, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. I think where people get this wrong is that we're like, oh, believe that you have received it and like, there's my Maserati, there's my Porsche, there's my mansion. I think you're missing the point. I think the point is that you act as if you already have that abundance and you see real abundance come into your life. I love this practice for myself and for you to imagine the person you wanna be, to imagine the best version of yourself that you can dream of, and then ask, how would she show up today? How would they walk down this street? How would they parent their kids? How would that version of me show up here? I did an interview a couple weeks ago with uh, Todd Herman, and we talked about this concept of alter egos. And honestly, you could think of this as an alter ego if it's easier for you to do. But essentially, you're asking yourself, like, how would this version of me behave? How would they feel? And then you put yourself into that state, right? If I didn't have to worry about how I was going to make rent this month, if I didn't have to worry about whether or not I was going to get the promotion, if I didn't have to worry about what grade I got on the final, if I didn't have to worry about that, how would I be acting right now? That changes your vibrational state. It's hugely powerful. And it also changes, for those of you who are like entrepreneurs, you want to be an author, you want to be a podcast host, you want to be a salesperson, you want to be something different than you are, pretend. Literally pretend. And I don't mean like fake it till you make it. I mean like pretend that you are that person and it will change the way you carry yourself. It'll change the courage you have to go talk to a stranger. It will change your entire demeanor. And when you affirm what it is that you want and you put yourself into a state of ask and it is already given, hey, I don't even need to worry about this because I got this. I don't need to worry about this because you know what? The universe is always taking care of me and it always will. And if that's true and I show up in that energy, that's when you start to attract things at a higher level. You're not just changing your vibe and making yourself feel better. That's when you start to attract people who are at a higher level, opportunity that's at a higher level. That's freaking powerful. 
The fifth thing, the fifth thing that I do every day and that, again, this is another one that I've been talking about for a long time, but there are more and more studies about how freaking important it is that you move your body. I cannot stress this enough. Move your body every day. Move your body every day. Back at Rise Conference, we used to say, when you move your body, you change your mind. You literally change what is going on inside of you chemically. When you move your body, you change your mind. Well, now there are all of these studies that are finding that movement and exercise are the single most important thing that you can do to take care of your health and ensure longevity. There's these studies now that show, let's imagine that you have two people and one is a size eight and the other is a size 22, right? So one is struggling with their weight. One is feels like, oh, I got this. I'm fine. And the person who's a size 22 moves their body three times a week. They go on long walks. They do, they, you know, do whatever they need to do, but they're moving their body. And the person who is a size eight doesn't exercise, doesn't do any kind of movement. The person who is a size 22 will outlive the person who doesn't exercise. They found this with people who smoked. They found this with people who drank alcohol, like across the board, health studies are showing that moving your body and having exercise every single day is the single greatest factor to your health and how long you live. And they're not even telling you to go to CrossFit, y'all. They're telling you to take a walk. Do what you can with what you've got where you're at. Move your body. Move your body, change your mind. Move your body, change your vibration. When you move your body, you are literally generating energy inside of yourself. You're going to feel better. We've all had those moments where you're like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to get this run in. I know I said that I would. I don't want to go do this thing. And then you do it and you feel so much better. Make moving your body non-negotiable. Non-freaking negotiable. Every single one of us, wherever we are, can do something. You can do something that's going to make you feel better for you. Make it non-negotiable that you take care of your body. And taking care of your body takes a lot less than you think it does. The last one. One more thing about manifesting, because I know I'm not the only dork who loves this. I know you guys like it too. So I wanted to talk about, honestly, I wanted to talk about walking, (laughs) but it's not just that. It's, I'm going to call it like a manifestation walk. And it's something I would love to challenge you to do because it is the best thing that I know of, of everything on my list. It's the best thing that I know of to change your state, change your energy, change your vibration. And I've been able to experience this a lot lately because I live in LA and I walk everywhere. So to give you an example of how much I walk, I moved here at the end of May. And when I moved here, like right when I moved here, I filled up my gas tank. And a week and a half ago, I went and I filled up my gas tank for the second time since I came to the city. So I walk 
everywhere. Grocery store, coffee shop, go to the gym, drop the kids off at school. Like we are walking fools over here because I love the chance to walk. I love being outside. I'm very lucky in that I am in LA. Like if I was in Austin, Texas still, I wouldn't be walking everywhere because it's a billion degrees. Because I have that opportunity, I'm going to take it. And I have been walking a ton. I have been feeling so much better. I put on my uh, Garmin the other day because I was just curious how many steps I was getting in in an average day, and I was blown away. It wasn't even a day where I really was trying to do much of anything, and it was like 18,000 steps. I was like, okay, this is a thing. But what I would love to suggest to you guys as a vibe raise, you're going to get some headphones. You're going to get your phone or whatever you play music on. You're going to put on whatever music makes you feel great right now. And it's different for me on different days. Sometimes it's country music. Sometimes it's 70s rock. Sometimes it's hip hop from the 90s. Like whatever energy you're into. And sometimes I have to kind of cycle through a few of my Spotify daily mixes until I find what I need. And then I'll put on the music, put my headphones in, And I just start walking, but I'm walking as the future version of me. I'm walking with my shoulders back, with my head held high. It usually is happening right after I've done my Start Today journal, which asks you to think about, okay, what are the dreams? Who are you going to be? So I've just sort of reminded myself who I want to be and where I want to go. And then I go walk to the gym usually, I walk to the gym in the energy of that person. And I'm like jamming to the music. And I can't tell you how often I'm in my own world, like walking down the sidewalk and like jamming to music. And then all of a sudden, like someone will pass me and I realize there's someone there and I'll look up and they're like laughing because I'm, I've been sort of like dancing my way down the street, not in a weird, like musical theater kind of way, but I'm just like having a good time. And Even 10 minutes of that, you putting on a song that you love, really feeling it, and just imagining, pretend that you are watching a movie about your future life, and it's the best life you could possibly imagine. And the song that's on is the soundtrack. It's the moment in the movie where the main character is trying on a bunch of different outfits and it's like jump cut to all of these different scenes. You know, it's the montage part of the movie. Imagine that. Imagine the montage of the movie of your life is set to the song you are listening to and walk with that energy. It's going to put you in a great mood, but it's also going to reaffirm for you every day where you're headed. And I swear, man, when I'm in that state, I get the best ideas for my business. I get the best ideas for episodes of this show. I get the best ideas for, oh, I should call this person or I need to reach out to this friend I haven't talked to in a while and just check in and see how they're doing. Like, I feel like I get the thoughts of the best version of me in those moments. And then I take action against the thoughts that I've just been given. I hope that that resonates with y'all and I hope that you will try it. You don't have to go try all of these six things. Just give one a shot. Or maybe at the very least, what you take away from our conversation today is that you 
can change the way you feel about the day that you're inside of. You can raise your state. You can raise your vibration. You can change and choose a better feeling thought. I hope that was helpful. And now I get to go hang out with my buddy, do another podcast with him, but know that I'm grateful we had this time together. If this episode was helpful for you, will you please share it with someone that you think would dig it? I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, I'll be back soon with more information. As always, remember, guys, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.